And I also know from being through all those things that emotions pass <laughs> and moments pass. And in business, if you're having a, it's not turning out how I expected, I work so hard and this is what's happening, or if you go into any victim mentality or any of that sort of stuff, it's really great to be able to sit there and say, okay, this is just in the now moment. This isn't a moment forever. And um, to be able to either sit in that yourself and go through it and know, you know, what do I have to do to get out of this feeling or to be able to coach others to understand that this isn't for now, how do you get out of it, what do you need to implement to, to either change the emotion or change the outcome are things that, you know, come from going through all of those highs and lows in, in life in general. Welcome to the Self Love Podcast, the show that helps crack open your heart and inspire a deeper regard for your own well-being and happiness. Proudly brought to you by 28 Essentials, here's your host, the gorgeous Kim Morrison. Welcome to this week's Self Love Podcast. What a treat and an honor it is to share with you a very beautiful friend of mine, the amazing Kathy Spaulding. This beautiful Sunshine Coast-based businesswoman is a proud mum and now a Gigi, but she says a glamorous grandma. She is a loving wife and a loyal friend. She lives a very busy yet fulfilling life, directing an empowering, well-known lingerie brand, Intimo, whose sole mission is to make women feel good every day. Kathy is actually an expert bra fitting specialist who understands the beautifully diverse range of body shapes, proportions, breast types, life stages, and personal preferences of women. Nowadays, she spends most of her time being a business mentor, mentoring and liaisoning with like-minded entrepreneurs all over Australia and New Zealand. When she's not working, you'll find her spending time with her precious family and close friends, cruising around the waterways in Malulabar on her beloved boat, sipping red wine and indulging in good food. This podcast is a remarkable one. It's an inspiring story from adversity right through to reaching the highest of highs. You are going to love Kathy's story. She is one of my inner circle friends. It is a real privilege and honor to share her with you. You may have even heard her on our Up for a Chat podcast many years ago, but she is a superstar. And I really do encourage you to take the time to listen to this. And as I mentioned in this podcast, if you are in a funk or if you are ready to, to reach out and to have some fun, then why don't you contact the beautiful Kathy for your own Intimo party? I'm telling you, Intimo is more than a bra, undie, and lingerie specialist company. It is a personal growth development company. It is a connection company. It is something that is really big on the sisterhood, the love, and the real enduring ability to have wonderful close connections and friendship. I know you're going to love today's podcast. And if you are thinking of a career, a new passion, perhaps a new belief, a new new way of living, then maybe, just maybe, the beautiful Kathy will inspire you to take that leap of faith. And who knows, you could be the next major entrepreneur, uh, phenomenal soul who is taking the world by a storm, thinking that she's fitting people in beautiful lingerie. But in fact, as we know, there's always a deeper meaning 
And I believe it's more about changing lives and empowering women to be their best. Please make sure you go to the Facebook page, Kim Morrison, uh, and make sure that you, you know, like this podcast. Give us a five-star rating if you're enjoying it. Share it with the people that you know could do with an inspiration boost. And also on my Instagram page, Kim Morrison and the number 28. Now, here's the exciting thing about this week's podcast. Beautiful Kathy and I have got together, as you will hear in the podcast, and we have an amazing $500 prize. So make sure you listen and tune right into the end of this week's podcast because you are going to be able to put yourself or women and people that you love and adore uh, in the running to win a $500 voucher from Intimo and 28. Stay tuned. I know you're going to love this week's podcast. Well, as you can tell, with that introduction, one of my most favorite humans on the planet is the beautiful Kathy Spaulding, and it is such a treat and an honor to have you, my love, on the Self Love Podcast. Welcome. Thank you. I am very excited to be here with, again, one of my favorite people on the planet. I know. It's pretty cool. I mean, we go back a long way, sweetheart, and I'm very grateful to the beautiful Cindy O'Meara for introducing us almost 15, 16 years ago. But for people who don't know you and for people who would love to know a bit more about your story, could you give us a little background as to who you are and what led you to being who you are and what you're doing today? Well, big question there, Kimmy. Um, so a little bit about me is I'm a mum predominantly and, um, and yes, as well, our beautiful friend, I just would like to say, yes, I am very grateful to Cindy for introducing us. We are definitely the three amigos who have had a lot of fun over the journey together. And I love our friendship being that each one of us inspire each other to be better. And um, I, I love that about our friendship. Um, where I am in my life now and where I, how I got here was, you know, we never know, do we, what's around the corner, whether it's a great thing or, or a heartbreaking thing, but everything that does come in, into our life definitely puts us together and makes us the person that, that you know, we, we end up being. I, I think that happens very, very nicely by late 40s, mid 50s, um, which is where I'm nudging these days. So for me now, I have been, I am really into Mo, if, if, I'll, if I'll be so bold. And I have um, been aligned with this brand and building this company for the last 23 years. I actually got into it by default. I never had any expectation as to where it would end up, to tell you the truth. And the reason I came into it was um, due to things not quite turning out how I had expected. So um, for people who may have heard my story before, um, I lost my third child after a vaccination and um, hence went on then and had another child after Regan, little boy Zach. And I was very scared to go back to what would be normal work that I had to leave him with anyone, um, really. I was um, very surprised, a control freak, and um, couldn't leave him really with anyone. So I was very um, held back in my future endeavours with work, being that I was so, so fearful of leaving my child. Um, Intimo was presented to me then, and it really did work because I thought that, you know, that was perfect. I could be a mum. I could 
be with my child most of the day into early evening, be gone for three hours a night and back home and only had to leave him with his dad. So that's pretty much how it all started and, and was the why into me being open to um, the process of, of what has been a major, major blessing in my life in so many ways um, because of, you know, lots of aspects. Obviously, financially, it's been an, an amazing journey, but more importantly to me, the women I've met, the women I've helped, the friendships I've had, the travel, the self-development, and it all can sound a bit cliche, but it's so true. And um, that is my biggest passion, why I love sharing it with other people, because I don't think we ever know what's what's right under our fingertips sometimes till we're completely emerged. <laughs> It's a fascinating thing how life happens, things occur in our world, and we're so-called serendipitously put into these situations where we think it's quite an untoward opportunity, yet you covered over that about your beautiful son, and I just wouldn't mind going back to that because there's many beautiful women who listen to this podcast, many men, families that have lost children. And I hope you don't mind me going there, but this being the self-love podcast, how the hell does a mother pick herself up? How the hell does a mum, a woman who has grown a child, then lose a child? How do you ever get over, get through, get up and get on with life ever again? Could you share that with us? Um, yeah, it's, you know, I, I think that you go into autopilot, really. I feel really the reason I kept going um, in those early days was, well, it was certainly early days where I didn't keep going and I um, have never been a person who did out, was a big drinker or has never done a drug in her life or like any, I've never gone down that facet. But I do remember the first few days thinking, God, I'd like to. <laughs> Because I don't want to feel this, um, I don't want to be here, I don't want to feel it, I don't know what I'm going to do. But the love of my other two children, which who at that point were six and three, um, ended up being the only driver that I really had to get up and say, Kathy, suck it up. This is tragic and you'll never be the same person, but, you know, that's okay. You have to be the best version you can be at this point because you have two other humans to raise and love and turn into great people. And I don't remember how long it was, but I do remember one day, um, it's very, very strong in my head. I think I have said this to you over the course of our friendship, but there was one day that I said to myself, I'm not going to let my children, Travis and Kelsey, be the poor kid of the mum who's sad because. Um, and I just wanted them to have a really happy, um, loved life, and that was my that was my reason for keeping going, really. And for women who are in the process of things like this, for women who are genuinely grieving the loss, even if it's not a child, but you know, going through grief as a process, would you say then that self care? 
that taking or looking after yourself, doing things for you? Are you even in that realm of possibility? How do you breathe? I know you say you have two children, two other children to do it for. Is it because you put all your energy into something else? Do we need other projects? How do you recommend people get through grief? Mm, Massive question there, Kimmy. Um, I think everyone does it how they do it. I don't feel... There is a right or a wrong answer. I don't think there's an expectation of time when you should be good and when you shouldn't be good. I mean, I'm 20 plus years now and some days I could sit here and talk to you like this and there's other days I'd look at you and go, not a hope in hell, can I even bring this up because I'm going to lose it. Um, So I don't know. Self-care probably wasn't one of my high, definitely probably was not one of my high um, values at that point. Or, or was I conscious of, of self-love at that point? Probably not. Um, would now an older version look back and think, is that important? Definitely. Um, I also really feel that in the world of, you know, gosh, 1998, compared to the world now of what is an acceptance and what is what people would say to you and how to deal with yourself and how to love yourself and what 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 support you could get and I think it's worlds apart so I feel very very grateful of that that women or people in general that have tragic tragedy can now feel okay to go down a self-love journey and can have people show them different aspects on how to cope I, I, I don't really believe that was much overly showcased or highlighted in 1999 um yeah different it's a different world yeah it sure is and on that note I would you know I just I'm so grateful that you ended up with Zach and you've got these three beautiful children you've got two granddaughters now and all over the the history of looking at these last 20 to 30 years, what would you say then, if that's probably been one of the biggest lowest points, what's been your highest point then over the past three decades? Huh, gosh, I couldn't put one one down. I, oh, gee, my highest points. I, I believe that, you know, the highest point in reflection of the, over the years oh, probably would be, for talking of self-love, which is, you know, I think I'm really proud of myself for digging deep and sticking with something and building what I've built. I Maybe um, some of the highs has been, you know, to hit the pinnacle in business in which I am in within this company, to hit the highest marks that's ever been hit within the business. That would that would definitely be a, a moment where I was like, oh, Cathy, you've gone okay, actually. Good on you. Um, <laughs> but my proudest moments are raising three beautiful children who are good people, who have great work ethic, who are kind, who are pillars in society, who, you know, that's my greatest, greatest achievement, who I look and I feel proud and, you know, who can bring me to a bawling, crying, spastic mess very easily. Um, and now that I have these two little beautiful little girls in my life, in addition to the three children is like a blessing you know finding the perfect perfect husband because I 
valued myself enough to be open to even attract him. Like there's lots of things that you can sit there and go tick, tick, tick um, on on what we're proud of that we've created in this life. And, and generally speaking, I'm proud that I'm a caring, kind person that really would love and does love to empower and build up other women. It's probably my highest achievement to be to acknowledge that is a massive want for me. And you do it incredibly well. You're an amazing soul. You always make people feel good. You're up for a great laugh. You do take the mickey out of yourself and others. You don't always take life so seriously. But I had the privilege and pleasure of actually marrying you with this gorgeous, delicious hunk of spunk (laughs) husband of yours. And I want to ask you a deeper question around this. We both love listening to Sarah Louise, who I've interviewed on this podcast. And we've both gone to beautiful spiritual healers and both of us have quite a, a belief in all of these sorts of things. Do you think it was by chance that the gorgeous Karen turned up in your world after you had left your marriage and was, you know, really trying to look after yourself and find who you were. What do you think? Was it the stars aligning? How would you read that? Because you couldn't have dreamt each other up if you tried. (laughs) God, I know. I'm so grateful for that man. Um, No, you know, I think that we have to be very careful with our thoughts. I think our expectations and our um, our psyche, if you'll call it, if our mindset is more powerful than we sometimes give credit, I think it was definitely um, higher worlds lining us up. I mean, God, we lived in opposite ends of the country. We both missed a flight um, at the same airport, which was Telemarine in Melbourne, and both ended up booking into the hotel across the road um, at that, you know, one day in the calendar year. I mean, Sunshine Coast, he's in Tasmania and it all lined up. So I believe the higher good had it all done and dusted there, ready for it to happen. I don't believe it was chance. And now I totally know after more than a decade of being together that he is completely my soulmate. And, you know, I think that when, as our life goes by, we cannot sometimes really appreciate what we have um, until we've been through maybe not having things like that. And then they're presented and go, whoa, this is lovely. I think I'll really appreciate and nurture this little diamond. <laughs> Let's just say you nurtured him very, very well and I vice think, versa. <laughs> I think <laughs> It's very true, and I think Kim sort of probably knows a few more of those details that maybe for another rated podcast. (laughs) I think what was so beautiful for particularly Cindy and I being two close girlfriends of yours was to see someone who pulled herself out of the depths of despair around your grief, actually stood up for yourself within your marriage and made a decision for the greater good of your own self-care, self-love and well-being and your children and the future generations and your business, grew your business, actually launched yourself and have become one of the most successful entrepreneurs within Intimo to then be ready to greet and meet the beautiful Karen. And I think it's just true testament to you. And I think what's so inspiring about you is the fact that you give us hope, sweetheart. You give your story 
um, shows us that we can hit rock bottom. But I remember a therapist saying to me once, sometimes when we hit rock bottom, it gives us the opportunity to put both feet firmly on the ground to push ourselves back up. They're very different emotions from the lowest of low to the highest of high. As you sit there now in your business, how do you transfer that, that as a metaphor into business? Do you believe as an entrepreneur, as a successful businesswoman, that you can also go to the depths of despair, but also use that as a springboard to go to the highest of highs? How would you use that in relation to your business life? Well, I, I feel... All of those things give you empathy to support and nurture and grow others. Um, I feel that for people who maybe haven't gone through those processes, they have an inability to grow individual people because they're not able to be reflective of that emotion. Um, and I also know from being through all those things that emotions pass <laughs> and moments pass. And in business, if you're having a, it's not turning out how I expected, I work so hard and this is what's happening, or if you go into any victim mentality or any of that sort of stuff, it's really great to be able to sit there and say, okay, this is just in the now moment. This isn't a moment forever. And um, to be able to either sit in that yourself and go through it and know, you know, what do I have to do to get out of this feeling or to be able to, coach others to understand that this isn't for now how do you get out of it what do you need to implement to, to either change the emotion or change the outcome are things that you know come from going through all of those highs and lows in in life in general i i, I don't think there is a really for me i don't feel in my life and maybe it is because i am so ridiculously authentic which gets me into so much trouble often because i don't know how to put on a face of professionalism and then a face of of the real me because there is no there is no um, crossover if you will. Um, I think you know just life teaches you all these different skills. I suppose I don't know if I'm going off track with that answer. <laughs> No, I love it. I think life does teach us many skills. Talk to us a little bit about Intimo because it's been around for a little while. Could you explain for people, because there, there could be women listening to this show right now thinking, I'd really like to get into business. I'd really like to do something for myself, but they may not have the courage to go out and buy a business or start afresh or do something from new. Talk to us about the qualities of Intimo and how that works because from my perspective watching it, you have nothing but love and support to grow where everybody wins and achieves. How can someone find themselves into your sphere of influence to become a businesswoman around someone like you? Well, that is my goodness, my biggest passion now because I want to give other women the opportunity that was given to me that I had no idea how big the opportunity would be. Um, you know, the great thing about getting into a business like, like this nowadays is the no risk component, I think. So when you look at like so many women are amazing and so clever and this, I mean, women are my favourite thing. I love women. Um, I don't mind boys either, but, you know, girls rock. They really do. And we are incredible um, beings. And the thing about Intimo is that you get to have an opportunity to build a multi, 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 multi-million dollar business at this point across Australasia, but within the next 12 months worldwide, I would say for 12 months, 
um, and you have it with very limited um, costings. So that really opens up a lot of, uh, you know, a lot more women to be able to do that who, who are sometimes ready to do a side gig, a full-time gig. They don't have to worry about implementation of, you know, warehousing and bringing things into the country and import tax and taxes and design and, you know, social media and imaging and marketing and like there's so many things that go with a business that in sometimes we can sit there and go, oh, I'd like to be a handbag designer or I'd like, I don't know, whatever it is. But then we, because we are good at design or we're good with people or whatever it is, but there's so many other elements to run a successful business that a lot of people just are no good at really, frankly, i.e. me, um, or they have no interest in. Or they just do not have the upfront cash flow to, to float something like that. Whereas, you know, this business gives you all of that done for you, and which I love as well that all the marketing and social media imaging and all that's even done for you. But the most amazing product that you can stand very firm and very passionately and proudly to represent, which is the absolute nuts and guts of the whole thing like I could not sell you one of my best friends and all the other girls products if I didn't know that you wouldn't love them I also think it's such a standalone business because I feel that the world has a very high expectancy now of service and that is what um, us Intimo um, girls brand company whatever you want to call it is one of our highest pinnacles so service to make a woman feel great and fabulous to see women who come in who are breastfed and we've lost all our breast um uh, volume and you know change sizes lost weight put on weight you know all the things that happen to our bodies to have a girl comfy and feel good and look at you and say oh my god kathy you know and teary and excited and feeling sexy and all the emotions that that have come with me just putting on the right bra or clothes on people is beautiful and it's a real intimate process and the the way you know COVID has been a you know a shit of a thing but it's also been a thing that has taught us some skills that we never thought we needed so because of COVID I'm now able to fit women all over Australasia whereas before you know I had a couple of hundred kilometre radius whereas now all day long today I've been fitting women through the screen just like a zoom call with a tape measure I get to talk to her one-on-one and just give her my absolute undivided attention fit her take her through her clothing options her jammies her sexy wear her everyday t-shirt bra to pick up the kids you know so it's I just oh as you can probably tell because I get sidetracked again that I just think one it's the best product after 23 years I know it is And I think it's the best business for women to have it all, to have family, to have balance, to have fun, to have, you know, personal development. I mean, I just got off a call, you know, with a group of my women who we had a private coaching call with one of the top business coaches in Australia. It's given to us for free. So there's so many elements, Kim, that people don't probably understand come with this business. 
I think you touched on something incredibly important, and that is the extent of skills required to be a businesswoman, a business person, an entrepreneur these days. And if you're starting as a solopreneur and you're going out there on your own because you've got a talent or a skill, you absolutely nailed it when you said everything from the warehouse to tax to marketing to social media to understanding accounts and systems and procedures and all of the things that come with being a business owner. And often for a lot of people, would you agree that, you know, they might have all the desire, energy and love to do that, but end up buying themselves a job or worse than that, um, spending money on a very expensive hobby. You mentioned the risk or lack of risk with Intimo. Talk to us a little bit about that, because I think that's what's so appealing from my perspective as well, is that if you wanted to share someone who wanted to come into the business, that they could actually take very little risk and they don't even have to know much about the product or the brand, because is it correct that all the training, personal development and all of those sorts of things is included as a part of becoming a member or a distributor? Yeah, absolutely, Kim. So I take that as one of my personal um, must-dos. So we have, I have within my organisation a very, very beautiful structure of support um, with a training that has been put together just personally for our team and also there is also bits and pieces as well done as on a sideline as well by um, the amazing Intimo. But it's not just doesn't end there because it's like constant you know, weekly meetings that, that you can use but there's no pressure to come to on just online in your jammies, perfect, love all that. Um, so there is ongoing constant support and help goal setting and, you know, things to help you drive. But what I do believe is very important what you tapped on. So many of us, and I know that that would have been me, are good at certain things but it's it's hard to be good at every aspect of business and I know the majority of businesses that are started by people who are fabulous but are missing some of the other bits and pieces, they fail because it's a hard gig. Like it is a hard gig running your own business and having everything, manufacturing. Like people often say to me, which is cute, they mean it cutely, but I do have a little secret giggle inside. Oh, you don't have whatever the bra, whatever they think. You don't have this bra. You know, I think, oh, actually, I just had an interview. I just had a text the other day saying, your maternity bras are so comfortable, but they're just so usable. They're not overly pretty. It's a real break in the market. I think I'm going to go and put together a pretty maternity bra. So in my head, I would never, ever, ever squash anyone's dreams because I think, go, girl, you do that. But in my, but I did say to this beautiful girl, I just want you to know, manufacturing, especially in today's world, Oh, lordy, lordy, it is, um, it is not easy. <laughs> so you have to have amazing products, imagine seamstress, imagine patterns. You have to be able to work with a company, with, which is why I align so heavily with, with Intermine and the business, sustainability, having a conscious of where our products are made, knowing who you're in business with, let alone getting it on a boat these days and even getting it to the to the um, wharfs to unpack, to distribute, like that's a whole other subject. So although a lot of people will love the idea of it, the reality is not so sexy. Agreed, agreed. It is tough every time you mention all those words. I sit there and feeling more and more exhausted the more you say it. But I also, I've, I've 
very, very grateful that I've had a great team and lots of people supporting me and my endeavors, but I absolutely could not agree with you more that it is more difficult than most people would, would care to say. I think the flexibility around a company like Intimo is that you get the best of both worlds. You get to run your own business with all the support and backend and systems and strategy and all the lack of risk all in the background. And I think that's what makes all your girls and your team so beautiful. One of the other aspects that I truly love about you and your business is, and you've touched on it briefly, is your ability to empower women. Could you give us an example or is there someone in your team that you took in under your wing or you encouraged to join and you've seen a significant positive outcome or there's a great story? I'm sure you've got heaps. You've been in it for 23 years. But do any stand out to you as an example that you could share with us? There is heaps and, and, you know, that is the thing I love most. To to see one, a, a lady come in with, in whatever, you know, whatever capacity and, and you look at them and you watch them go through the paces and get to where they always said they wanted to get but they didn't really have the self-belief or the self-love to get there is one of my absolute light-up moments. And there has been lots and lots and lots over the years but the, of late, there's a new one, and um, she's a little Kiwi, like you, Kimmy. And um, I think that she is the sweetest, kindest little soft soul. And when I met her, I think in Wellington two years ago, I felt like every time I spoke, she cried. And I was like, oh, God, I'm too much for this girl. Um, and she's so cute. She was like a little bird with a broken wing. And I thought, I just saw something in her that I felt was that she could, she could if she, you know, that I can, I can, I can, the little train. I always knew she could. And um, two years on, she is now in in what we call a group, an Elevate group, um, which we've just put together, which is going to, which is predominantly the top 1% of the company. And, you know, it just comes, honestly, from that self-love what we are talking about today self-love, self-empowerment, self-belief is, it's in all of us. It is just, you know, the the biggest gift we can give each other is the help in unlocking that belief system. Um, And I don't know, it's not always about telling people all the positive reinforcement. It's not always about that. Sometimes it's about really highlighting some some not-so-great things about that characteristic or you know, being open and honest and authentic and, and guiding them through and then nurturing them when they need it. And then, so I think I think that it is um, it is definitely one of those things that gives me complete goosebumps when I see and I'm watching a woman as we speak who is going through that journey and I love sitting on the sidelines being her biggest cheerleader. So it's, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I can imagine it would be amazing to witness. When you say in the top 1%, what actually happens for someone who gets into the top 1% in a company like Intimo? So there's different award systems throughout that, throughout that journey. But um, it used to be in the day of travel, we used to have two tiers. So first tier was a an Asian, pretty much an Asian trip, which was amazing, which was either like a Phuket or a Fiji or, you know, something like that um which was fabulous and and then it was then taken on further to a five-star european um trip overseas 
and you would stay in hotels that you would never, well, for me, I would never have stayed at and be wined and dined and have a most amazing experience for another week at not one cent cost to you. So that was what it is now, and it's, but sorry, that is what it was. Now it's a um, the combo is a eleven and a half, twelve thousand dollar bonus check, um, on top of all the things to have got there, the the commission structures and everything that you would have achieved along the way is um, incredible. So when the world goes back to normal, it will be in a beautiful trip with colleagues that you really, I mean. I started doing these trips and I haven't missed one in 23 years. But the places I have been, I would never have gone in my life. Like I was a girl who finished school in grade 10, married the local boy, had had four babies by the time I was 29, had not travelled anywhere. I I can't even remember. Yes, I went to Bali for my honeymoon, which was massive in 1988. And I hadn't been anywhere ever because I just didn't have the income. I didn't have any of the tools to have got me to experience. And now I've been all through Europe. I don't even know how many times in Switzerland, Prague, America. Like I can't even think of where I haven't been really. And and 90% of that is because of Intimo. Like it really is. The trips that I have had with the girls which, good Lord, thank goodness there was no Facebook some of those days, some of those trips, because, God, they were crazy and so much fun. But they're memories I will hold in my heart forever. And, um, yeah, so it um, really does give you so many things, yeah. From a leadership point of view, from a woman in business point of view, as someone who does lead and empower women, what would be your advice to the women listening to this that are already in business themselves? And how do we inspire? How do you inspire women to be their best version and continuously show up no matter what's going on in their world? What's your secret? What's your, what's your advice? I always just ask people to come back to what their why was. Why did they do it? Why did they join? What what was their end in mind game? And if that is still of importance to them, if that is still their their shining reason, realign with that. If it's not, have enough courage to say it just isn't. I don't want to do this anymore, but I'm not too scared to have a crack at something else. Because, you know, I think that we sometimes get so... Um, you know, the word fear, false expectation appearing real. We we, we get really bogged down in the, the day-to-day, have to, need to, can't do anything else because la da 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 That, you know, if you've lost your passion for what you're really doing because of all of those things that we just listed, the, the chances of you becoming really successful at that are, you know, not great. Um, because the passion's not there. So so I always say to people who who even are within my organisation or girlfriends doing other things who are finding business hard, do you love it? Do you show up every day? Are you there with 100% commitment? Are you stand, turning up because, you know, you feel like you have to? And if you have to and you've lost the love, you just really need to have the courage to then make the decision, can I refine the love? Or is the love gone and is it time for a new passion? I I think it's so important. And I'd love to ask you on that note, a question that I love to find out from women like yourself. What is your definition of self-love? 
Um, my definition of self-love really is acceptance of oneself, um, kind words to oneself, taking time for myself without guilt um, and accepting behaviours, sorry, not accepting behaviours of others that don't align with my value and being strong enough to say no because of the love of myself, really. How would you teach this to your grandchildren? What would be your advice now that you're a grandmother? Does it differ to what you said to your daughter as opposed now to your two granddaughters? Oh, totally. I feel like I am going to be a phenomenal grandmother, whereas a mother, I was still learning. I was still still like, shit, have I got this? I don't even know what I'm doing here. Um, So I think um, grand parenthood is such a gift especially to have got it at like 53 because I still feel like I'm 33 just until I look in the mirror but you know I I think that I'll be a very wise grandmother because the acceptance of oneself the limitations of what you'll let other people put on you you know the ability to really self-reflect and learn the ability to not judge others and to just love others and understand that they're doing the best they can and all those things that we can as people women who have gone through the journey a bit only know through the aging process is beautiful to be able to hand on and maybe um help help the younger girls and boys miss a few of the major bangs in the head because they weren't told I never told my kids any of this because I didn't know it I was struggling to get through life myself well, they, they, it's true they say there's such a role for grandparents these days and not that it's ever not been there from a tribal point of view we've mm-hmm. known that the older generations the wisdom in the women that are older than us sadly in this day and age we seem to look at aging as a debilitation that you're not good enough that you have to have mm-hmm. certain cosmetic procedures that mm-hmm. you've got to have um, the right figure the right look and yet in some ancient cultures the more wrinkles, the more wisdom and the more reverence and the more respect. How do we bring that into our white middle-class world? Mm. Well, I am going to give that my damn biggest shot because I feel like I really have a lot to go, to give. I feel like I cannot wait when my little babies at the moment, they're only 10 weeks and 15 weeks. Do I have very good conversations with them but they do tend to be a bit one-sided but you know I tell them how amazing they are every day like and my daughter's living with me at the moment um and so I see Maggie every day and every day you know I say Maggie Moo who loves you and sing her all these things and tell her how amazing she is and what a gifted amazing abundant life she's going to have and you know she can have anything she wants. She just has to know clearly what that is. And, you know, all the things that got in the day, if I would have said this stuff 20 years ago, people would have said, would you put her in an asylum for God's sake? Whereas now they say, yeah, go you, go go out. So I am very much looking forward to sharing so many experiences with these two little souls who chose to come into our family and chose me to be their grandmother for whatever reason that may be. But um, it will definitely be for me teaching them that you can have anything, anything you want, as long as you are happy to put the work in, that you are valued, that you are worthy and that abundance is our birthright. And um, I believe that to my core. 
I love it. Abundance is our birthright. Do you think then, based on the stories that you've told so far, knowing that you've had tragedy, there's been times in your life when you've been at the bottom of the bottom, yet you've also risen to the top, then what would be your advice to someone who was sitting there listening to this going, I don't know how I'm going to get out of this? Because so many people will use a tragedy or a story, which I'm not denying the agony and the pain or any of that. But for some people, why is it, Kathy, that some people it breaks them for the rest of their life and other people they use it as a platform and it can help make them even grander? Why do you think that's the case? I don't know, I always tried to think of one sentence that said, turn your wound into wisdom. Um, and I feel like that is the essence of who I am, really. I mean, for a long time it was me talking on a completely different thing. It was me talking on um, my my very middle-class upbringing with complete belief in the medical world and pharmaceuticals and all those sorts of things, which was then, you know, flipped and I became extremely passionate about teaching people that they have choices. Whatever that choice is, you have a choice and we shouldn't we shouldn't judge other people if they, their choice isn't in alignment with yours. And so that was in the beginning where my power came from um, because I felt so passionate about talking about vaccination and medical um, medical research and studies and all the information that I had been given so that was that was the beginning of it and then you know it's it's that and 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 into and empowering women and helping women like I have helped I certainly don't mean this to sound like a man bash because I love men and I love my husband that much I could bust but the amount of women that we've helped as an organization over the last 23 years that I've seen get out of things bad marriages, bad relationships, bad families, but, you know, just giving people the choices because they then had a choice. You don't have to play the victim card because it's it becomes boring. Like it's boring. It's not, in, it's not empowering. So I don't know, I like to maybe shine that light on people for them to have a look at and go, well, it's your choice. You can either stay in this and it like feel the energy when you're around someone. Like it's just so clear, isn't it? You can be around someone who doesn't mean it, but they are they are a bit of a sad sack through amazing, of course, reasons because, God, so many people unfortunately have tragedy. And I don't mean to just not understand that because it's not at all what I mean. But you can be around a person with the energy who is that. Then you can cross the road and be in the energy of somebody who is, uplifting and happy and has a smile on their face and sees the good in things and you only have to do that today anyone who is listening to this think of two people in your life who you'll know because everyone will have have a sad sam and a happy harry in their life and just think about how it affects your energy when you're with them so for me i'm very reflective of am i a sad sam or a happy harry and am i going to be spraying that energy all over people it's very normal for everyone to have those moments. It's just my choice not to have them too often or when I'm having them, not to spray it on others. I love it. I keep picturing your dog, Trevor, spraying his stuff everywhere. But anyway, <laughs> um, connection is something that's really important to you, friendship and um, uh, being in a circle of women who do 
uh, you know, do lift you the happy Harrys, but also valuing their sad moments, but also knowing that you're not somebody I would say let someone sit in a victim party for very long. You don't like the pity party and you will give us every tool possible in your capability to make sure no one stays there. What does the power of girlfriends, connection and friendship mean to you? It means the world to me. Like I cannot even fathom not having people like look 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 you can't see me thank god or you can but instantly look at me I've become emotional because the sisterhood I feel is is god it can make and break people hey like a sisterhood a girlfriend pull you out of whatever um that you know I feel incredibly blessed to have been born female and my husband who is you know, I think he nearly is. He'll kill me for saying this. He has a lot of female in him because he loves girls. And I feel sorry for men. I do sometimes because they don't get this. They <laughs> they don't get this sisterhood, really, because a lot of men feel like they have to be tough and they have to be all the things that we don't have to be. It's like so cool. I hope if I come back in another life, I come back female again. I choose female every single time. Because sisterhood, friendship, connection, um, helping people through adversity, love, laughter. Like I don't know how many times I have been with you, Kim, and we have laughed that much. You have way better pelvic floor than me. But that I will have like wet my pants, um, cried and cried and cried laughing. And then we've had moments where we've wiped each other's tears. And that is that is the goal in life, isn't it? Like. It's it's such a treasure and I and I feel for people who don't get to experience the connection. You don't have to have heaps of friends, do you? You don't have to have lots no. and lots and lots. But I'm those... very limited now. I I have a handful who I will I mean, I've got a lot of women in my life running, you know, run, run organization of over three hundred girls who I adore, but I only have a handful of girls who are in my inner heart. And that is all I need. You don't you need quality, not quantity. One of my greatest memories of you recently was when we I held an Intimo party at home. So for anyone listening, you don't have to become a consultant to enjoy the powers of Intimo. And as you'll see in the show notes, there'll be a link for you to connect and reach out to Kathy to find out who's in your area to do an Intimo party. Or as Kathy has said, she now does these one-on-one Zoom fittings. But I have to say to you, beautiful, that when I put it out there, I honestly didn't think I had the energy or the time to put oh. on this this evening and Kathy was very persistent which I'm very grateful for Um, but I put it out to a few people and they invited a couple of friends I think we ended up having about 10 or 11 women there couple of them I'd never met one of them as we waited for her the others to be um, fitted with you and whatnot one of them went told us about her cancer story and how she had lost both her breasts and I just thought wow and for a complete stranger to open up her story while we were sitting there having a glass of wine, looking at your beautiful products. I thought that was something that I don't think you can actually articulate or put into words about what an evening or a a fitting or having a group of women that you don't all have to know each other to get that real beautiful vulnerability, but a strong vulnerability that then empowers and allows our own empathy and connection with one another 
that night we all left laughing. We all had such a beautiful evening and it was such a surreal, I didn't go to a lot of effort is what I'm saying. And yet we had a ball and I have one of the bras and one of the singlets on right now that I got from you. And there's something even in that, my love. Every time I wear something from Intimo, I don't know, I just have a memory of that night or the other nights that I've done in the past. I I always think of you, of course, because you are the one who fits me and always tells me off for the way I wear bras and knickers and things. But I just want to say to you, uh, kudos, kudos to you for the energy you bring and then the women you must train to do the same thing. It's pretty special, isn't it? It is. It so is. And, you know, I thank you for getting that because a lot of people just think, oh, it's a bra. But it isn't. It's the relationship that you build with your car. Like, I am so grateful to every woman who entrusts themselves into my hands. Like, I actually really am. I've been invited to clients' weddings, engagements, their newborns, their christenings. Like, what an honour. I feel very blessed. And um, I love them. I love my clients. I'm very, very indebted to them because without them, I wouldn't have the life I have, and I don't forget that for one second. No. And over in New Zealand, my friend, because I know you're over there at the moment, boy, do we need some consultants. <laughs> <laughs> we do not have enough. So, gosh, I hope all those beautiful um, Kiwi, gorgeous, funky women over there reach out to me and I can jump into business with them. Yeah. Them. So cool. I think there's a real ground floor opportunity for New Zealand in all honesty, which is why I really wanted to talk to you while I was sitting here in Papamoa in New Zealand. And I just really had the, the urge to speak to you as you got with my text. Um, I really wanted to connect with you because of that. There's some power here and a magicness that I, I think is, is beyond. And I think it's time. But one of the other things that we've got to do together is to raise money for different charities through our love of 28, my business and your business of Intimo. I mean, just recently, we were, you invited me to be the MC at an event on a rooftop bar down in Brisbane. We raised thousands of dollars. Could you just explain a little bit about how Intimo does things like that as well? Oh, gosh, it just gave me the biggest goosebumps because unfortunately, this, this story, which was someone I didn't know has now actually came into my close friendship group which I don't even know if I've told you yet but um so that night in particular was for an organization in Brisbane who um a lady um whom was six weeks pregnant was diagnosed with a very bad cancer and um she went about her chemo she had to she was told she had to have chemo um she decided not to she was then told if she didn't she would live six weeks so she went down the path of of having chemo. Anyway, what was a beautiful story was her 13-year-old daughter was standing next to her at this event and the monies we raised were for the support and structure for women who um, are going through or have gone through chemo whilst pregnant or with young families for them to be able to have all sorts of support systems that she found through going through that there was none. So housekeepers coming in and cleaning your house or cooking your dinner or taking the two or staying and babysitting, which I thought was really interesting, your two and three-year-old that maybe you already have whilst going through something like that because the children can't go to daycare and things because the mum's having chemo and her immune system is so low. And, you know, there were so many things that she spoke about. So we did raise a lot of money. 
um, to go back to that organisation. And, um, God, isn't that the best when you give back to organisations like that? We also have um, a very big alignment with Love Your Sister, um, which, of course, is a very well-known organisation as well um, with his beautiful sister who died of breast cancer and um, we've had him at a couple of intermodal events now and they've raised thousands again. Then we've had, you know, we have domestic violence shelters and we have, you know, there's lots of different things that we love to support and help because anything like that, you know, some of these organisations are not overly government funded and for us little, you know, businesses that can get behind and create people to understand what that what that um, organisation does, you know, it's it's pretty powerful. Networks and, and getting, you know, behind these things is so important. But unfortunately the cancer is in, in that area is unfortunately getting bigger and bigger and so women, people need help, people need community and love and help. And education, right, around self-love. And I'm just so grateful that we've had an opportunity to, to have this conversation because there are so many people out there that may not have cancer, but they may not understand the power of loving themselves, which can be quite cancerous in itself in the sense mm. that it can be very demoralizing when we feel alone or we don't feel our own self-love. And I have to be honest with you, I would actually put it out there to say one of the best things you could do if you're in a funk, if you're not feeling great right here, right now in your life, mm-hmm. put your hand up and have an intimo party. It is the best way to raise spirits, bring people together. Even And, you know, the thing that I remember you saying to me, Kathy, was, honey, I don't even care if it's just you and one other woman. Just get it together. And we ended up having 11 there. And I think that was the real thing. I was worried about letting you down or I was worried about not doing it right. But you just made it feel so easy. And then that one-on-one time you gave each of us, um, the laughter that came out of that room and then all of us all together, I would honestly recommend that, you know, from a personal development Mm -hmm. and self-growth, one of the best things you could do is actually put your hand up and step up and out of your funk and into having a contact with you and creating this amazing experience experience um thank you darling yeah it's fun it's fun isn't it when you say to someone do you want these undies which is a little tiny g-string or do you want these undies the big mama pants which i love i love wearing them i don't care i rock the big mama pant now and um you know like it's okay for everyone to accept and admit that they like them too (laughs) (laughs) well as we as we come to the close of this beautiful conversation and and our next catch-up I can't wait for in person but I just wanted to say I know how much you appreciate your business and the business of Intimo and what it's given you and every time I come to your beautiful new home or we go for a drive or we walk you're always someone who loves to give back and you're someone who definitely is always appreciative of every single dollar she's ever earned and every single dollar she's ever supported in other companies, charities, and women in help and need. And you and I had a conversation before we started recording, and we both decided that seeing as how we both have the same passion, the same beliefs, and the same values around the sisterhood, around connection and love and, and spreading the self-love message, that we together would put an offer out there of a $250 Intimo voucher and a $250 28 self-care voucher. 
And we've decided that we're going to put that in. And so if you've listened to this podcast, all you need to do is to go to either Kathy's Instagram page or my Instagram page, which I'll give you in a moment, and just put in there um, a love heart. Let us know that you've heard the podcast. Let us know that you are tagging someone who you think could do with winning this. Just do whatever it takes because every single person that posts under our self-love podcast interview, the chat that I have here with Kathy on her page or mine, we're going to put all of you into a draw and every name that you tag, and we're going to draw out this beautiful $500 voucher prize. It's pretty cool, right? That we get to do. I use your products every single night. I go to sleep with them every single night in my room and on me and around (laughs) me and smelling, and I would love everyone to have that in a sexy night. Oh well, considering your beautiful husband rang me for your Mother's Day present, oh, I think that I speaks volumes. And my husband got mine for my Mother's Day from you. So I think it's a <laughs> pretty good combination, I have to say. But yeah, yeah so your uh, Instagram page is Kathy, C A T H Y underscore Spalding, S P A U L D I N G, with another underscore. So Kathy underscore Spalding underscore. And then mine is Kim Morrison and the number 28, which I'll put all in the show notes. But we want to make sure we reach as many women as possible. And if you think there's a woman out there that needs this, then tag away because we want to make sure someone wins this. And we really, you know, I would even say that I'd love to interview her on the podcast and get her story as well. So let's tag someone who we really believe. And if it's yourself, tag yourself, make sure you're in there. But let's celebrate what Mm -hmm. it means to be a woman. And let's really honor one another. What is your favorite quote at the moment, beautiful girl? Oh, God, I love a quote. Um, I would say, oh, can I have two? Yes. Um, I would say one is, one of my favorites is, be somebody who makes everyone feel like a somebody. I love that. Oh, say it again. Be somebody. And the second one would be, the woman who does not require validation from anyone is the most feared individual on the planet. Oh, I love it. Can you say them again? (laughs) Um, Be a somebody who makes everyone feel like a somebody and the woman who does not require validation from anyone is the most feared individual on the planet. Wow. Beautiful quotes, absolutely stunning. And if you'd like a copy of them, they are in the show notes. So to close today's podcast, I would love it if you could give us all your contact details or how people could reach out to you and make contact either from a business perspective, a party perspective, or just to share the love. And secondly, your final message to every listener of the Self Love Podcast. Okay, so... Um, Kathy Spalding, which you have the correct spelling either on Facebook or Kathy underscore Spalding underscore on Instagram or email Kathy Spalding 28 at gmail.com and mobile 0403129756. And in closing, my message would be honestly, you are enough. Thank you so much, you beautiful soul. What a treat to interview one of my dearest friends. We've behaved very well, I thought. We have done other ones. 
that haven't quite been so professional. <laughs> <laughs> I love those ones too. Anyway, love what you do. Well, me too. Me too. It's usually when that bloody Cindy gets into it, it changes the whole demographic. Um, anyway, love to everybody. I know it's so important to self-love and to validate exactly who you are. We all are enough and we all are here on our own journey and we're doing it well. So, Mark, thank you for the opportunity to chat with you, darling. And um, I look forward to seeing you back in the country um, next week. Thanks for listening to the Self Love Podcast. Be sure to write a review and share the love with your friends and family. And head over and visit Kim and her team at 28.com. That's the word 20 and the number 8.com. Take good care. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.